Do you ever struggle to have a positive attitude? I know that I do, and I'm pretty sure all of us have at least the occasional day, maybe just the occasional moment, where you're just kind of grumbly or feeling hopeless and discouraged. And sometimes it can actually feel really good to sit in that moment and just kind of dwell in that negative attitude. We get some of that woe is me thinking, no one understands me, this isn't what I want, why is nobody helping? We can have all sorts of negative thoughts, negative feelings, and it really impacts the atmosphere of our home. And that's why today, my friends, here in episode 117 of the Love Your People Well podcast, we are going to take a look at how to keep a positive attitude as a Christian mom when you're tired, you're burnt out, it can seem like no one is helping or nothing is quite working. Why does it even matter that your attitude stays positive? And how the heck does that actually impact what you're working toward building up a godly and joyful home? How does your attitude impact the atmosphere of your home life? your interactions with your family. We're looking at that positive attitude today, and we're going to make sure to hit on some really practical tips that are going to help you hold on to that positive attitude or get back to that positive attitude, even on those days where it really is a struggle and things just aren't going the way that you want. That is where we are going today. As we continue our little mini series, trying to really dive into Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1, how can we be a wise woman building up her home and avoid being the foolish woman who is unintentionally tearing it down? Our attitude has everything to do with if we are building up our home or tearing it down. And so let's take a look together at six practical, real-life, helpful things that we can do to hold on to that positive attitude, no matter what is going on in the day, in the world, in our home, in our family, we can still hold on to that positive attitude. Are you ready, friends? Let's jump in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Friends, I hope that you had a chance last week to catch our little bonus episode Um, But just in case you didn't, let's just take a moment and celebrate together that we have hit the two-year anniversary for the Love Your People Well podcast. And I am so thankful, first and foremost, to the Lord for how he has built this ministry and is using this ministry. And I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful that you are here, that you are listening, that you are encouraging me with your reviews and your emails and checking in. I'm so thankful that I've been able to to do this podcast and make some resources and and really encourage and lift up and help 
so many women, so many families really around the world, which is just incredible. All from right now, I'm sitting in my children's playroom during nap time in the recliner chair with my microphone. God is amazing how he can use technology, but also, of course, the different skills and talents and passions that he gives all of us. And for myself, that has been many, many years training and serving as a counselor, and specifically a marriage and family counselor. So thank you for being here and being a part of what God is doing. Um, I just wanted to you know, I don't want to jump over that. Not everyone wants to check out like a little bonus episode. (laughs) So we're celebrating two years. That is awesome. And I'm excited to keep on going. (laughs) We're going to continue on today in our current little mini series, looking at Proverbs chapter 14 and how to become and really truly be day in and day out wise women who are building up our homes. That is what we are continuing in today. And as I mentioned in the intro, We're going to look specifically today at our attitude. How do we keep a positive attitude on those really difficult days, which we all know and we all experience, sometimes often, sometimes once in a while, sometimes it can feel like all the time. But no matter what is going on, our attitude has such a huge impact on the atmosphere of our home. And really, I think that this is where In Proverbs 14, it talks about the foolish woman who tears down her own home. I think this is where, if we are not careful and intentional, we can start to unintentionally tear down our home because our attitude impacts so much. And we can think sometimes, we can can believe the lie that our attitude is really not that big of a deal. It's just the thoughts inside my head. You know, I might be struggling with it, but it's not impacting anyone else. I'll deal with it later. (laughs) It might even feel good sometimes to kind of wallow in our misery for a little bit. But this is going to directly impact the words that you are saying, the tone of voice that you're using, your facial expressions. It's going to impact how you respond to all of the little inconveniences or frustrations of life. It's going to impact how other people feel. Do they feel welcomed and cared for, valued and appreciated? If your attitude is negative, maybe you're grumbling a lot in your own heart, in your own head, it might not come out, but inside your attitude is grumbling or your attitude is just hopeless and discouraged. No matter where you're at, if it's kind of more of that negative attitude, it is going to play out in your family relationships and in the atmosphere of your home. And so we have to be diligent and intentional to hold on to a positive attitude. Not that we can just survive by, you know, gritting our teeth and doing it. And not that a positive attitude is simply, you know, smile and fake it and pretend that everything is fine. We have to be honest, we have to be real, but we have a huge influence over how we respond to the frustrations or the discouragements or the conflict or whatever it is. And we get to choose, am I going to move toward a positive attitude here or let myself get sucked into a negative attitude? That's what we're tackling today. And then next week on the podcast, episode 118, we will take a look at the other side. Like what do we do when we or others might fall short 
and that negative attitude does come out, we have the argument or we're snippy and grumbly with our people, what do we do then? How do we apologize? How do we forgive? How do we restore the relationship? That's what we're going to look at this week. I'm sorry, got that backwards. That's what we're going to look at next week because this week we're going to stay positive, my friend. We're going to look at how to hold on to that positive attitude. And as we jump into this, I will remind you of my usual disclaimer that I am a therapist. I'm a licensed counselor and professional, a professional counselor and marriage and family therapist here in South Carolina. Uh, But of course, the podcast is not therapy. (laughs) My resources through Love Your People Well are not personal or professional advice. Um, Lots of good stuff, helpful stuff, educational, informative stuff, but not personal direct advice. Um, I always like to make sure we're on the same page. So that is my usual disclaimer. And then I will also invite you to check out the website for a lot of different resources that could help you with what we're talking about today. With your home life and family life in general, of course, that's really what this is all about is enjoying family life, Christian family life, but specifically with your attitude. We have several freebies you might want to grab. We have some journaling prompts that walk you through some really helpful questions and Bible passages to think about your home life and what you want that to look like. We have some freebies around conflict resolution, self-care, building up a daily devotional time with the Lord. Lots of good stuff with our freebies. We also have some really great devotionals that dive deeper into specific topics like maybe anger. Mm, That could impact our attitude. (laughs) We have a new one about building a home of godliness and joy. So a lot of great stuff there on the website that is over at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash resources, the freebies, the devotionals, everything else. And even I'm going to um, oh, yeah, I guess I mentioned this in the bonus two-year anniversary announcement episode, but I haven't actually on the regular old podcast announced it yet. We have a new resource, a new way to not only support this podcast show and this ministry, but to grab some extra resources throughout your day. So to really encourage yourself and uh, just get a little bit more, we have started a Patreon community. So I really hope that you will join us over on Patreon and become one of our Faith Fiver Club. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm calling it right now. I guess if you're listening to this in the future, I might have realized that that alliteration is ridiculous or something. But <laughs> for just $5 a month, you can support the show and get all sorts of new freebies. I've started a private podcast feed with several times during the week doing quick little five-minute episodes with a devotional or an encouragement or like a a how-to tutorial about something we talk about on the podcast. Lots of extra stuff there. And even actually one thing that I'll mention for today's episode, um, if you join us over on Patreon, we have a free gratitude list template. That's a little sneak peek. We will talk about gratitude today. (laughs) And so um, that is a new resource. Join us over on Patreon. Become a part of that community to get exclusive access to a private podcast feed and to get other resources and encouragement and just kind of little things sprinkled throughout your week so that not only is this podcast there for everyone and there are those deeper resources like the devotionals on the website, um, but 
I at least really like those quick little pick-me-ups <laughs> throughout the week, throughout the month, when you're having a good day or a bad day. Like we just need something to make us smile. And it's it does support the show, provide uh, some of the covering there for like the costs of the hosting website and you know blah 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 all the things. So become a part of our Patreon Faith Fiver Club, and uh, all that resource or all that information I should say is on the resources page, and I will put a link to it in the little description in your app. Um, yeah, okay, lots of good stuff there, but let's dive in right now <laughs> to take a look at our attitude. I am just going to start us off with a teeny tiny little story because actually, in all honesty, the last three days, I have really been struggling with my attitude. And I hate it when that happens. I mean, I don't think any of us like it when that happens. But I always have this thought in my head of like, Jessica, you're a counselor. If someone walked into your room and told you they're thinking these thoughts or they're just feeling grumbly you know what you would tell them to do. And so why aren't you doing those things? And there's plenty of reasons why usually it boils back to a little bit of that, like it just kind of feels good sometimes to wallow in it or pretending, because it really is just an excuse that I don't have time to do some of the helpful strategies. Friends, let's just kick all of that to the curb because there are some very helpful things we can do to kick that negative attitude out of our way and hold on to the positive attitude. And really just over the last few days, uh, and not to say that all day every day has been a negative attitude, thanks be to God, but I really have noticed myself just having these little grumbly moments, feeling so inconvenienced by you know, some rain the other day when I'm trying to buckle my little one into the car and go to church for our big event. And I'm just in my head like, oh, why am I doing this? This is not what I want to be doing right now. Why is it raining? We should just stay home, but I can't because my husband is leading this. He's the pastor in charge of this event. Just blah, blah, blah. Grumble, grumble, grumble. (laughs) And, And I got out of that pretty quickly. I was able to kind of I mean, mostly just change my location, get around some friends once we were at the event and start thinking about different things. But those little moments, they happen to all of us. I don't know what it will be today, but I'm sure something will get under my skin and I hope that I handle it well. But honestly, there's no guarantee because we all struggle at different times with the sacrifices we have to make as moms with the effort that we have to put in to our marriages and our communication. We all struggle with not getting enough sleep or not always eating the healthiest food, not always feeling great. Things just don't go well sometimes. And those are the little things, the little day-to-day annoyances. Plenty of us have really big, serious, heavy things that we are carrying. And so I don't know, friend, why you might today be struggling with your attitude, whether it's just little grumbly things. Maybe it's PMS. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep last night. There might be all sorts of reasons why. Or you might be really dealing with something deep and heavy. But at the end of the day, we don't want to go through life just like checking the box, 
pretending everything is okay. We want to enjoy our family and our relationships and the opportunities that God gives us. So let's take a look at six strategies. These are not the only strategies, but they are the ones that I turn to most frequently, you know, again, as a counselor, if someone is struggling, but even for myself, um, and they all pull straight from scripture. Now, if you are, um, or uh, I guess you wouldn't already probably be in our Patreon Faith Fiverr Club because it just started. But if you join us, <laughs> we are going to have some of those five minute podcast episodes this week doing devotionals through some of these different scriptures that I'm about to talk about. Um, and like I said before, before earlier on, there's going to be a free template there for a gratitude list. Um, lots of good little extra resources to help you with these strategies. But at the end of the day, you don't need any of that. You need the Lord and you need your own determination to do the things that he's calling you to do with the attitude that he wants you to have and that he delights to help you have. So lots of extras there, but let's talk about these six strategies. So the first one that I want to highlight, um, I've already mentioned it, so I'm just going to say it first. Keep a gratitude list. This is a very practical, realistic strategy that all of us can do. I don't care how busy you are. There is absolutely nothing that can stop you or should stop you from keeping a gratitude list. If you have enough time to um, go to the bathroom, maybe twice a day, or you have enough time to chug down a cup of coffee in the morning, or you have enough time, oh, let's even think maybe scrolling through Instagram once in a while, I don't care how busy you are. We all have 30 seconds here, 30 seconds there, maybe even 90 seconds once in a while. If that's all you have, you can think at that moment about something you're thankful for. Now, you really could even write it down because you probably have your phone with you and you could start like in your notes app, just start a little list, add something onto it every time you have a chance, something you're thankful for. Or grab a template. You know, I've got a few in the Etsy shop. I've got a freebie there for our Patreon community. Grab like a little template that you can print out, stick it in your journal, stick it in your purse, stick it in your car, wherever. Fill something out. There is something powerful about actually writing it down and seeing on paper or on your screen, I guess, (laughs) something you're thankful for. But even if it has to just be in your own head. Tip number one, keep a gratitude list. And if you're looking for a scripture verse there, I would point you toward Philippians chapter four, where it specifically says when you're feeling anxious, take everything to the Lord with thanksgiving. And then in verse eight, it gives us a list of things to think about. If anything is true, good, noble, right, lovely, admirable, think about such things. So number one, keep a gratitude list. Number two, Rest in Jesus and not your work. Like it's really easy to get dragged down by a to-do list that's nine pages long or just all the little things popping in your head, all of the requests that you get all day long from your kids or your boss or your husband or, you know, you look at the kitchen and realize we're not going to be able to eat dinner on clean plates unless I do the dishes. Everything can remind us of the work that we have to do the things that we have to do. But my friend, 
when that's wearying you and that is burdening you, turn to Jesus. He will give you rest. And that's coming from Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, right there at the end of chapter 11. Jesus tells us that, come to me, you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, sometimes that might mean putting down the to-do list and just spending some time with the Lord. Sometimes that might mean taking a nap. (laughs) And ultimately, it means resting in him, relying on him for that deeper, fuller, eternal rest of a right relationship with God. It's not based on what we do or don't do. It's not based on our performance. We can sometimes feel like that day by day when we're kind of managing the household, managing our family. We can get caught up in what we have to do and all these things that I got to check it off the list. That is not our identity. That is not our ultimate purpose. Jesus is our identity. Jesus is our purpose. He is the one that we can turn to, rest in, (laughs) abide in, and oh my goodness, how that will change our attitude. So number two is to rest in Jesus and not your work. Number three, tip number three, stop scrolling social media. Now, I don't care if that means you have to delete it off your phone or just set some boundaries for yourself or maybe just totally deactivate your account. I don't know if you are on your social media account for four hours a day or four minutes a day, but social media, there is plenty of research showing that it creates a negative attitude for us. It has a huge impact on our mental health. Now, there can be some great things about social media. We actually did an episode um, back in the day, gosh, I don't have the number in front of me, about kind of pros and cons, how to use social media for good instead of for evil. Um, But at the end of the day, if you're struggling with your attitude, stop scrolling social media. This is actually part of why um, just at the beginning of this year, during the hiatus that I took where I was kind of praying and thinking about this podcast and this ministry, one of the big changes that I made is I took down our Facebook group because for a variety of reasons. And I talked about that already a little bit, but ultimately because I don't really love being on social media. And so I was forgetting to check it and it just wasn't really, you know, building the community that we were hoping for. Um, I have definitely found for myself, I've deleted Facebook and Instagram, all those apps, I've deleted them off my phone and, you know, you just don't think about it as often. So stop scrolling social media. Strategy number four, tip number four is to take your thoughts captive to Christ. And what I mean by this in a very practical way, um, now that specific language is coming from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, I believe it's verse 5, but really what this would say for our attitude is to just notice, notice when you're grumbling, notice when you're just feeling really hopeless, notice when your mood is just starting to sink. Maybe you notice it from that internal experience, like my thoughts are changing or my emotions are changing, or maybe you notice it because you just snapped at your kid and you're thinking, wait, why? Why? I kind of overreacted there. Why did I do that? Whatever it is that tells you, "Mm, my attitude is slipping, 
notice the thought, take it captive to Christ. Now that might be replacing it with something you're thankful for, thinking about that instead. That might be reminding yourself at that moment of truth um, or some sort of biblical perspective. You know, you're snapping at your kid, maybe because they really are disobedient in the moment and that annoys you. But that's also a problem. Like biblically, we need to learn, we need to train up our children. They need to learn how to follow God's rules and be a part of the family and obey mom and dad, all these different things. There might be a very genuine reason for feeling a bit negative about whatever just happened, but that does not give us an excuse for our attitude to start slipping. Maybe we need to remind ourselves at that moment about a truth of Christ, of of thinking about, okay, he wants me to be humble in this moment, or how can I be compassionate in this moment? Or maybe it's just taking your thought captive and laying it at the foot of the cross to confess a sin. Maybe it's taking it captive by replacing it with something else or seeking out a scripture verse or a word of encouragement that just reminds you of something good and true and beautiful like we just talked about um, from Philippians 4. So whatever it is going on, when you notice your attitude is slipping, take those thoughts captive to Christ. Tip number five. Um, This is a fun one. I really like to do this with people in the counseling room um, as like a homework assignment because it can just feel kind of fun. Um, But the tip is, the strategy is to set little goals for yourself every day for how to make your people smile. Now you could fill that in other ways. I want to, um, you know, have, I want to see how many times today I can do something for my husband that like takes something off his plate. He normally takes out the trash. I'm going to sneak attack, take out the trash first. He normally like cleans up the sink after he shaves. Um, I'm going to see those hairs in the sink. And instead of complaining about it, I'm just going to clean them up. Ha ha. Took something off his to-do list. Like it might be doing something for someone. It might be trying to just make them smile, but gamify it. Friends, it's not that difficult. And it really changes our perspective to keep those little tally marks for yourself. I made you smile 12 times today. That is awesome. Instead of thinking about the duties that you might have to do that day, think about how to make the day delightful. Yeah, I made my kids lunch earlier today and it wasn't like some fun, joyful flowers and unicorns type of experience. It was a regular lunch. I had to basically drag my son over to the table to eat because he just did not want to stop playing. Like it was a pretty normal day, but I can do that with an attitude of delight and service. And I'm going to arrange the things on your plate in a smiley face because it'll make you smile. Or I can grumble and complain and criticize them for why they're taking so long or why they're, you know, Uh, chomping up their carrots and dropping them on the floor. There's always going to be something I could complain about or grumble about, or I can have a little goal and try my best to just, how can I make you smile right now? How can I take something off your plate right now? How can I make your day a little more delightful right now? That is tip number five. And then I will close this out here with tip number six, which is to sing, my friend. Don't worry, I'm not going to sing right now. But sing, sing worship songs. Talk about the Bible. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly. 
That is a direct quote there from Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. We want the message of Christ. We want psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to be filling our homes. So turn on the music, sing along, have a dance party, open the Bible, read it, read a chapter, read a verse, um, reference it in conversation, tell a story. I mean, there's so many ways that whether we're at work or at church or at home or we're tired or we're happy or whatever we're doing, wherever we are, we can bring the message of Christ into the day, into the moment, into the interaction. And one of my favorite ways to do that is to sing, to turn on the music and just get that background music going that is uplifting and encouraging. And if I actually listen to the lyrics, is reminding me of the gospel. So my friend, those are six practical, real life, helpful tips for holding on to that positive attitude. Keep a gratitude list, rest in Jesus and not your work, stop scrolling social media, take your thoughts captive to Christ, set little goals for yourself each day for like how many times can I make them smile or do something for them or really to look out for their interest instead of your own. That's coming from Philippians chapter two. I don't think I said that. (laughs) Um, And then to sing, read the Bible, let the message of Christ fill your home, fill your mind, fill your family life. So with all of that in mind, um, we will be back on Friday to take a look in our Friday Faith follow-up at three ways that Jesus handled, um, you know, crummy situations, like difficult situations, three ways that Jesus handled those moments and held on to a positive attitude. So that should hopefully be encouraging and practical for us. And then again, if you join us in the Faith Fiber Club over on Patreon, we're going to have... Um, some little five-minute devotionals this week on that private podcast, along with some other goodies that you can grab from the Patreon page. Um, Obviously, that will be an ongoing resource, but it's brand new and I'm excited about it. So wanted to highlight that again. All the resources are at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash resources. And then if you'd rather like read this episode as a blog, be reminded of it, or maybe share it with a friend, copy the link and share it with a friend. There's a link in um, the description for today's episode. There's a link to the blog post. So lots of good stuff for you. We will be back on Friday. And until then, hugs and blessings, my friend. I'll talk to you soon.